So, Mr. Jelly, Mr. Russell, I have a question for you. It is an age-old question. It goes back uh, many decades, probably even centuries. I just want to point out that you seem to have a lot of questions for me. I'm just wondering if this is like a, a thing. You have a thing where you like to ask me questions? Well, I, I do. What happens is we, we jump on our weekly Skype call and it's just silence for like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. And we just sit here pondering the universe. And for some reason, I don't know whether you're more intelligent, so you're waiting a bit, or I'm just like more intelligent because I'm faster. But I'm like, boom, question for you. And you're like, oh, yeah, oh, question. Oh, I, th- yeah, I yeah, think I'm it's probably the... I think it's probably the former because, you know, you just, it's, you know. Oh, you and your fancy brain, former ladder. I can never remember which yeah. one's which, but the ladder comes after the former normally, I believe. Yes, I believe that's how it works. Good. <laughs> so my former statement is correct, but my ladder statement is also correct. And what was your former question? <laughs> my foremost question was, where do you come down on the cats versus dogs debate? Ooh, see, I'm a bit of a dog person, actually. I like dogs. What? Okay, you, but you don't have a dog. No, we have a cat. So how does this work? Well, because Mel's a cat person and I'm a dog person, but you know we still love each other and <laughs> somehow manage a healthy relationship. But yeah, I, I th- I, I'm a bit of a dog person. I like dogs and I kind of like big dogs, so I like Labradors. Labradors? And, yeah, and uh, I'm, I've got a bit of a thing for the uh, uh, Shiba Inus. Um, oh, yeah. Which you might know as Doge. I do know Doge. Mm, and the whole Doge. meme around that. Mm, Dogecoin, yeah. Doge meme. Yes, yes. I owned some Dogecoin for a while there. I still own some Dogecoin. I wouldn't have a clue how to retrieve it, but I still have some. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth at least 50 bucks. You can come and uh, nice. Doge me later. Hey, we should put out our Dogecoin address and get people to send us Dogecoin. <laughs> people can send us Dogecoins. <laughs> hey, awesome. I always wondered, is it actually Doge? It's not Doge. No, I'm pretty sure it's Doge. I've heard I've heard other people pronounce it and they say Doge. So I'm going to uh, go okay. with Doge. So yeah, I'm a bit of a dog person or a Doge person, I guess. So if you had to choose, you'd be like, wow, many Doge in my house. Yes, I would have many Doge, many Doge, very fluff. <laughs> Much legs. <laughs> we are very bad at this. <laughs> Sorry, you were going to ask a question. Well, how about you? Are you a dog or a cat person? See, I'm I'm very much a cat person, but that doesn't mean that I hate dogs. I, I think dogs are adorable. They're like so like, I love you, I love you, I love you, pat me, pat me, pat me. You know, there's that Phil and I always joke about like you could, not a funny joke, but you could leave a dog like in the car boot for like a week and it's not inhumane, you'd feed it and stuff, but you leave it in the car boot for a week. When you open that car boot at the end of the week, you'd be like, hey, I love you, I love you, I love you, let's go play. Oh, I just, it's horrifying. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like dogs just seem, or most breeds of dogs, just seem like an insanely like, uh, you know, they, they love you no matter what you do. And they're like, hey, there's the owner. The owner's awesome. Let's follow the owner. Well, see, cats are, cats are like that too, you know. Cats cats hate you no matter what you do. Yeah, but I, I think cats are more like, if you stop feeding me, like, I will end you. And I, I kind of respect that about cats. I, I think they'll end you regardless of what you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly certain they're pretty much always planning to kill you. Yeah, it, it could be. The more like, I don't think they're planning to kill you. I think they've just got a plan B. They're like, you know what? If this falls through, I got a plan B. And I've already been like sussing all this out. To be fair, cat cats seem to love me. Like our our cat is a big, <laughs> like it just likes to, you know, be around me and hang out and wants me to play with him all the time. Uh, and the, we we had a we, for a while we had a cat that was um, owned by a housemate slash boarder that we had 
uh, living with us for a while. Slash person who just walked through the front door and happened to be sleeping in a house. Well, she owned a cat, and uh, and that cat loved me as well. I think it's because I don't, I don't like. I'll sit down and I won't move much during the day. <laughs> so cats just assume that you're like a piece of furniture, and they're like, "Oh, that yeah. piece of furniture is warm and comfortable. I'm gonna go sit yeah. on it." Pretty much, exactly. <laughs> okay, but so you you prefer dogs, yet you have a cat, but I assume you've become a little bit attached to this cat. Like you've had it for a little while now. Yeah, I would say that I've I've been attached to the I've become attached to to Turbo, our cat. Yeah. And what, what I mean, what explain to me what this relationship is like? Do you think of Turbo as like is it just like a pet that you kind of have in your house, but you're happy to like send somewhere for a month? Is it more like a little kid that runs around? Like what? What, what do you call it? Like are you its parents, or are you just like the people that feed it, or what? I I don't know how to answer that personally. I know that <laughs> I, I know like it's it's kind of. Uh, maybe it's somewhere between like i mean obviously it's it's there's a relationship that gets built because turbo's a living thing he's a living you know living creature so you kind of build a relationship with it not not as it's not like a stapler where it's just like okay i'm going to use you to staple <laughs> i'm going to use you to cat what do you <laughs> 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 well a cat is basically a, like a, a living uh, you know um, paperweight so there's that <laughs> But I, I'm fa- I'm fairly certain that you know you build a relationship with a cat, so it's not it's not like I think it's kind of like well I mean it is a pet, but it also kind of somewhat crosses into the child thing. I mean, yeah, I, I, I've got to tell kids. you, I've been, I've been over people's houses that are like, oh, mummy loves you, and they're talking to their dog, and I'm like, at first, I'm like, that is very weird. I'm pretty sure you didn't give birth to that or you know anything else, but I don't know. After a while, you kind of you kind of come to understand, like if there's a pet living in your house and it's been there for like many years and it's it's kind of part of the family, I kind of understand how they slowly sort of, you know, work their way up the ladder until eventually, you know, most pets are like the most important thing in the house. Like I think some people would be like, you know what, if I have to leave my kids at school for five minutes, you know, that's fine, i got to go get the dog. <laughs> well, I, the thing is, is that like when if for for couples that don't have kids um, for, for whatever reason, it, it kind of like... Pets can act as a stand-in, like uh, kind of without even thinking about it, because you know it's it's somebody that you have to look after and take care of. But you know it's and it's somebody that like loves you and uh, and also kind of looks after you in its own way, which you know, it I, I mean a lot of the time can describe the relationship with a parent, like between a parent and its and their child. So why not between a parent and their animal pal? Yeah, I think so. And I mean, that's the like stereotypical male joke. It's like, oh, males are terrified of commitment and ha-ha, if I get a dog, then I've bought myself like two years before I have to have kids. And, and I mean, that's it's not even funny. That's like a ter- terrible attitude. But it does kind of seem to be some people's like feeling is like, oh, you, you get a pet first and you kind of see like, can can I look after a pet? Can I keep this thing alive? And it's at that point you kind of decide, oh, you know, do, do I also want to have kids or am I so bad with pets that I'm just going to leave this alone but i guess that the real core question that i'm getting at here is when turbo like looks at you what what is turbo thinking i don't know i think it's it's kind of somewhere on the spectrum between uh, i love you and i really really would like to kill you but you feed me so <laughs> i'm just gonna hold off for the moment what would it feel like to scratch that face i wonder hmm <laughs> <laughs> I think I think there's you know there's there's some amount of you know of love uh, that comes from you know Turbo. 
I think he kind of loves us, loves me in his own way. It's, I mean, it's a weird thing to kind of to put into words, but I, I don't think that that's necessarily inaccurate. Uh, it's just you know they show it in different ways. Like he he loves us because we feed him food, but he also like I mean when we go away and come like and come home from a holiday. You know, he's really happy to see us, although he's kind of grumpy that we left him alone. <laughs> he's like, yeah, pl- plan B just went up 5%, just so you know. You know, I think, I think he kind of looks at us in a way of, not maybe not like a parent, but more like, so cats kind of, you know, live, like cats are kind of a group animal, right? You know, lions and stuff live in prides. So, you know, I guess we could be like the leader of his pride, no, I'm pretty sure he'd be the leader of his pride somehow. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. He still, well, he follows me all all around the house. So, you know, it's not so, him so, doing the... Okay, let, let's imagine a scenario. So you've gone to work for the day. And let's say you and Mel don't come home. I come to your house instead. Like, do you reckon I get the same level of love? Would he just like be like, eh, I don't know who that jelly guy was, but this guy feeds me as well just as good? Or do you think like he'd actually miss you? Turbo is actually a really friendly cat. And... He pretty much is friends with anybody that will act friendly towards him. We've had, like, for a while before I ended up, uh, before I left my job, he was uh, he was around when our cleaner would come into the house and clean and, like, seemed to be fine and seemed to have a relationship with with them. And, and even so, like, even after, you know, I started working from home, I would find that Turbo would follow them around the house to... Uh, you know, to just just be because he's curious about what's going on, and you know, so he's kind of friendly. But I, I, I think it's a different thing because we're we're here all the time, whereas people that come in are more like you know they're they you know they're fun, they'll play with him and stuff like that. But they they leave at the end of the day, so it's not the same. It's not the same deal. But I mean, you can see what I'm driving at. Like, if I was to come to your house and stay, would he just completely forget you, or do you think? There'd be a small part of him that that always remembers that there was a jelly in his life. So, kind of going back to the previous cat, who's I mean, Puck was the previous cat. Uh, um, when Puck's owner moved out, there was a time when uh, she went away, and we actually went to her you know, new place to look after Puck while uh, while she was out of town. Uh, and during one of the like d- during the visit that I, that I actually went on because Mel did most of them, but the, during the visit that I went on, uh, you know, he was he seemed to remember me and seemed to like me, and that was after like several months of being away. So I think he kind of does remember, uh, you know, because you know, and he was a he's a scaredy cat. Uh, he didn't doesn't like people. So the fact that he came out seems to indicate to me that he remembered me and. And still, you know, thought of me fondly, even though I wasn't, uh, I hadn't been around for a long time. So I, I think, <laughs> I think he wouldn't for, like Turbo wouldn't forget. You know, I think he would kind of get used to the idea that okay, well, this is this is my new, this is the new person that you know gives me chicken and uh, and all that sort of stuff. But you know, I, I, I think that he wouldn't forget. Um, I don't think he would forget. <laughs> You've said that quite a few times. Are you trying to convince yourself, or <laughs> I don't think you'd forget. I'm, I'm just sure trying to wouldn't. put it into words. But how about you? Like you, you have you actually have a, a kitten as well. So what about all these same questions for you? Do you think? Do do you th- what? How do you feel about mittens? Like what's what's your relationship with mittens? <laughs> Firstly, I got to say I love that my kids called our cat mittens. I think that's the best name in the world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not as good as Turbo Savage. It's just not. 
Oh, you've stuck your last name on the end. That's the next step. Ours are just called mittens. There's no, there's no last name on the end. That's how vets work. You, you give the name, you give the last name to the cat as well, because um, when they go to the vet, then they see. I did not know this, but, but I will say mm. mittens is a step up from what my youngest brother um, called the first dog that we ever had. He called it Licky, because the first <laughs> thing it came up and did is licked him, and he's like, "Yeah, it's called Licky." And we're like, yep, yep. four-year-old logic can't be that. My sister's my sister's dog when we were kids uh, was named Sleepy, <laughs> for pretty much the same reason. <laughs> it's like he was asleep when we found him. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. See, part of me really wants to think like we're we're pretty attached to mittens. Like there was one time when like this is a, a topic for another day, but she's not like an outdoor cat at the moment. Like we keep her inside. So one time she actually did get out and went to have like a fight with like the next door neighbor's cat and then disappeared for like the whole night. And I think that's when we both realized like, wow, like we really care a lot about this cat because we went kind of looking for her and calling for her and we kind of scoured the neighborhood and we knocked on doors and stuff. It was quite, it was quite the ordeal. And then I think part of me would like to think that, you know, Mittens feels the same, but I think at the same time, like if we disappeared and another family like came along, I think she'd still be happy. I think she just kind of wants like, you know, people around, she kind of wants food you know, interesting things to do. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, part of me really wants to think that she's super attached to us, but the other part of me kind of wonders like, yeah, I don't know. Like, is she, she might be, she might not be. And yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting. I I definitely know that the kids are like super attached to her. So they're every morning, like um, she'll do this thing for some weird reason. I don't know where she learned this. Hmm. Their door will be closed and she'll just go up at about six thirty, seven o'clock and just start scratching on their door until like they open it. She's like, let me in, let me in. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Hmm. Okay, so but you have, uh, so you have kids, and you have, uh, you have a, a a cat, and so do you think of your, do you think of the cat as like as a, a, as a kid or like like as your child, or do you think of it kind of in a different <laughs> way? Like, what's that? Like, how does that work? No, it's it's definitely different. I, I think the cat is like it's part of the family, and you know, I think if you know if the cat needs to go to the vet or whatever, we'd definitely take it there and. I'd hate to say, but we'd probably pay like, you know, whatever it takes to, to have the whatever treatment the cat needs. But right. I think at the same time, it's, yeah, it's it's different to having a kid. Like it's not the same. Like it's kind of like an addition to the family. Like it's not, it's not like buying a car. Like a car is a thing and I park my car in the driveway and if someone smashes into my car, I'm like, mm, you know, that's sad and I hope it doesn't cost me money, but it's just the car. Whereas yep. this is like an actual, like you said, like a living kind of breathing thing that kind of, you know, has its own sort of personality and um, you know, has its own kind of funny quirks and <laughs> it's way less annoying than kids as well, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, so it doesn't get out of bed and go, I'm not sleepy, I don't want to go to bed. It doesn't do all the, the different like um, annoying things that, that kids do. So in, in that way, it's it's kind of like above a kid. But at the same time, you know, it's, yeah, it, it's a different sort of relationship. It's still an animal and I guess this is, this is a bit morbid, but I guess the other thing is as a parent, like, one of your dreams and it's a bit of a morbid dream but you want to basically you want your kids to outlive you so you know i'd like to think that you know i'll be long gone while my kids are are still alive and the problem with something like a cat is you know they only live you know five ten you know 15 years tops is that kind of changes the relationship you kind of know that you know if i stay healthy i'm probably going to outlive this thing and that's i don't know i don't know how that makes me feel it makes me feel a bit weird that you know it's it's a very it's, I mean, it's not that temporal. Like you might have a cat for five years or ten years. That's a long time, but it is temporal compared to like you know the human lifespan, which all things going well is you know eighty years or 
or 90 years. Like, how, how does that make you feel that, you know, one day there, there won't be a turbo? It, it does kind of make me a bit sad. And I know that, like, for instance, that the dog, my sister's dog, Sleepy, died a few years ago. And that was, that was sad. And we've had, like, and my parents have, my parents have had a lot of pets, by the way. My parents have had cats and, uh, and dogs, you know, that have passed. And it, it is sad. And, and I, I know it definitely, like, it would, it's harder when it's your, your pet because, uh, you know, you develop a specific attachment to it. Whereas if it's like, you know, if it's somebody else's, like a friend's or something like that, where, you know, you visit it and stuff like that, it's still sad. It's not, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a living thing. So when it, you know, passes and it, you know, and it's gone, you miss it. Like when Puck moved out of the house, granted he's not dead, he's, still very much alive uh when puck moved out of the house it was very sad like even even just like that's like the fact that he was gone meant that uh we would you know hear phantom like noises thinking that it was you know puck playing and we'd like for just this brief moment you would think that it was like that he was still around but is but he's not he's he's moved he's moved away and i think you know the fact that the that you know when a pet dies it's very much the same like it's it's i think it's hard how about how about you how how would you feel how do you feel knowing that you know that your relationship with mittens is um you know has a ticking clock on it yeah i i guess right now it's not at the the forefront of my mind but i mean i i know as a kid like there was a cat that i grew up with and you know i was kind of very close to because we kind of grew up together i know that you know as weird as that sounds and then you, you know one day he passed on and that that kind of still like affects me to this day like i'm not kind of sitting here you know crying or anything and that's not because i'm some big manly man but it's more just i don't know it's something that kind of affects you and okay i'm gonna i'm gonna try and gonna try and like think of a way to to put this into words but i think what it is is that you know it's just it's gonna sound really stupid but there's everyone has like a lifespan and you've got the kind of concept of the circle of life and there's this idea that you know everything is finite i guess you know without getting religious and talking about souls or anything like that like the mortal sort of realm like everything is has a finality to it and i i think yeah. i'm all right with that like i i think i think i'm all right with something is here for like 10 years and then maybe like not because it kind of helps you appreciate those years and i know that sounds really cliched and whatever else but i i think there is a truth to it that the fact that you know your pet is only around for a short time kind of it gives that time some meaning. You know, if your pet was around for 10,000 years, then you spending 10 years with it, you know, might not be as meaningful. You're like, yeah, whatever. We got like another thousand years to spend. Who cares? But the fact that it's only around for like a much shorter time, I think kind of makes that time meaningful. And it also means you kind of get to see the full kind of life cycle. Like you, if you happen to get it like as a, as a puppy or as a kitten or whatever the, you know, the small form of your pet is, you kind of see it grow up. You see it learn things. You see it you know be crazy and stupid you know if it's a cat and then like with my cat at least that i used to have it you kind of see it goes through this other phase like Meh. now i couldn't be bothered like about anything i'm just going to sleep all day or you know whatever and I'll occasionally like i'll turn up here or i'll turn up there and you kind of see them go through all these different phases like it's yeah it's fascinating and it kind of gives you like an insight uh, this is going to sound weird as well but it kind of gives you an insight into the human condition as well you know we we go through similar sort of phases you know we're crazy kids and then we're um weird teenagers and then we're like you know slightly more grown-up adults that are a bit more predictable and then as we got older like you know different things happen again you know <laughs> some people go weird when they go old some people go quiet um some people stop caring like it's just there's many different ways to uh to age and i think you know pets pets are the same it's it's fascinating to watch 
but you would like when when mittens does eventually go you, you it'll you'll miss her right yeah there's no doubt about that and i, I think that's yeah it, it's weird isn't it because i've had like fish and i've had like um you know animals that are small like that and I, I didn't get as attached to those like fish just seem to die like like crazy that's just a fish thing to do and like it fish are cool to look at and i found that kind of interesting my brother was my older brother was hugely into like fish which is where all these stories come from but i didn't find i was that attached to them you know a fish dies and i'm like well that's annoying or like sad or whatever but the next day you've completely forgotten about that fish and i don't know there's something different about pets as they get bigger so cats and dogs and probably i've never had rabbits but i assume that's a similar thing is that once they get to that stage where they interact with you and they're a bit bigger i think that leaves a lasting impression on you. Like, I mean, how can it not? Like you're interacting with something, you know, on a daily basis that's, that's living and seems to have a mind of its own and kind of, yeah. you know, shows you affection and stuff. That's that's bound to get to you, like no no matter what. And I, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like you, I think it's all about the fact that you build a relationship with the, this creature. Like that that kind of, it means that when you... Uh, when when you part, like when for for whatever reason, there's a little just a like a little bit of yourself that goes goes along with it, which is kind of weird to think about because like it leaves the 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 lack of that relationship kind of leaves you uh, leaves you open a little bit, and you like I think part of you know part of grieving and getting over that you know the loss or the uh, or whatever uh, is is kind of finding a way to fill that weird void that you wouldn't normally think was like you couldn't normally attribute to a pet but actually you know actually you can yeah no definitely and i I think you definitely miss like all the different things they used to do like you know when i was a kid and i had a cat you just used to do like even stupid stuff like it used to you get a piece of paper you scrunch it up and you just leave it somewhere and then like at 11 30 at night or whatever you just come and like kick it around like crazy for like five minutes (laughs) like that's just a, a cat thing to do and then when it doesn't happen you're like oh like i kind of miss that like you don't realize that 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 was a thing that you get attached to, but it kind of is. Yeah. yeah. Man, we got kind of, not morbid, but we got a bit um, down there at the end. We got, we got to figure out a way to uh, to bring the, bring the what, Jelly? Bring the, oh, I'm not going somewhere with this. I just mean we have to raise the, I don't know, we have to, We. I don't want to leave people depressed. Like I don't want this podcast to get the end and people like, mm, that was like depressing. We got to figure out a way to turn it around. I, I don't know how to help you there. I did look up the Circle of Life lyrics because you kept saying Circle of Life there for a while. <laughs> oh, my younger brother knew every single word to that song. He loved The Lion King. Oh, Tim Wynja. You know that whole thing? Yeah, so the, the lyrics apparently are Nance Ingonyama Bagathi Baba Sithi Um Ingonyama. I've got to tell you, whatever language is, you're terrible at it. <laughs> I, I do, don't do you know ever like I, lift your cat into the air and like sing that when the, <laughs> when the sun shines on it? No, no, Turbo. I have not. I have not Every, done that. Everything that the light touches is your kingdom. But don't go over there. I don't remember <laughs> how that begins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except that, except that there is there is no place in the house that is not Turbo's kingdom. Even the places <laughs> that he's not allowed to go. I'm fairly certain d- during the night while we're asleep, he's just like, yeah, I'm up on the benches. <laughs> I'm up on the benches and y'all don't y'all can't touch me now. Yeah. Yeah, they told me not to get up here, but here's where I'll be rolling. <laughs> <laughs> just got this image of Turbo just like wiping his butt <laughs> all over your bench. 
Like la la la. <laughs> that's more. That's 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 slightly more uh, horif- horrific than you might think. <laughs> Turbo has a tendency to when when his litter hasn't been cleaned out correctly or f- you know often enough, he will uh, he will wipe his butt on the <laughs> <laughs> on the bathroom floor on the bathroom floor <laughs> with us. <laughs> Yeah, and smear poop like all over the bathroom floor, which is horrifying. You see, uh, Minz has got this thing where she's fascinated by the. You know how most bathrooms have like a sink hole, like at the. Oh yeah, yeah. got the floor. Turbo is fascinated by water. Yeah, just the, the sound of the water. He's like, what, yeah, what's that? What's so, in there? so running. Um, after we get out of the shower in the morning, uh, Turbo will like go in and like he'll be like, oh my god. The floor is wet. What is going on? How does this even work? But you can't, like, you can't start the shower while he's there because it terrifies him because, like, yeah, the noise yeah, is so loud. Yeah. They, they do not like it. that. But as soon as it's over, they're like, <gasps> "Oh my god, there's there's dripping water everywhere. This is awesome." But his 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 uh, favorite time of the day is when I fill my or the week is when I fill up my my water cooler on my desk. Because uh, obviously it's you know it takes a couple of jugs to fill up, but then you know it makes like a trickling noise uh, for oh, a while yeah. as it kind of fills up, uh, and all the water gets filtered, and he loves it. And he like I've got the, I think there was a, a video that I posted, and he's like he'll go every single time. He's like going at it, and he's like, oh my god, I can see the water, and I can't <laughs> I can't touch it. What is what is this? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and ice cubes. It's the same with the ice cubes. Like he loves ice cubes. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, ice cold, cubes. it's cold. It's cold. It's cool. Oh, it moves. Uh, so for, at first he would just like bat it around. He's like, "Oh my god, it's cold. I don't understand. What is ha- what is happening?" <laughs> but now he takes it, he picks it up. Like he grabs it up in his mouth and he walks around the house with it and takes it somewhere warm. <laughs> <laughs> like and like so you'll see him wa- you'll see him walk out of the kitchen with like an ice cube in his mouth and it's just like. <laughs> Midlands has done this thing more recently where she's just realized that you can climb the curtains. And so, like, our curtains have, like, a rail on the top. And so she'll just, like, jump onto the curtains, like, claw into them and then, like, sort of, like, commando, like, crawl up them and then just, like, walk along the rail at the top and be like, yeah, I'm on the curtains. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Boom. Boom. 